welcome to another episode of Off Air with Carmen. I'm really excited about my guest today. It's Madison and Taylor Kane and their sisters. They make up the band Kane with their brother Logan. But I'll tell you, we sent Logan back to the hotel and Taylor and Madison came into my office and we sat down and had a fantastic, I'll say girls only conversation. I met them about a year ago when they were opening for Zach Williams and they were side stage and man, we just hit it off instantly. And I got to tell you, it's been so fun just to watch their hit song rise up, just shoot to the top of the charts and stay there for many, many weeks. So we sat down and had a chat in my office and we talked about what it was like being from Alabama. They're from Alabama. I'm from Alabama. And you're going to love this story. Taylor talks about the time when she got so mad at Madison. Let's just say where Madison was looking to buy a house. It's a great sister story. So here's my conversation with Taylor and Madison. Okay, Madison and Taylor, this is happening. You guys yes. are on my podcast. Yes. Oh my gosh. I love David. this. And you know what's so funny is, and I'm going to go back to the very beginning, last March. It was a year ago that I met y'all. I just got finished um, doing a podcast with Zach. And then you guys came into the church yeah. or to the, well, it was the big conference room mm-hmm. in the church. And I met you guys and I don't know, it was just like instant instant connection actually you know what that's not true let's back up I want to tell the first time (laughs) that I met y'all was the night before and I'll never Um, forget this because we're at Countryside Christian Center you guys are about to perform you're opening up for Zach Williams and I remember standing side stage I've told this on the air before but I want to tell it here for people who are listening to the podcast that might not know the story so I'm standing side stage I'm getting ready to go out and introduce you know Welcome all the guests, welcome all the listeners, and introduce everyone for the night. And all of a sudden, and I had heard uh, of Kane, and Haley, and Steve in particular, they had been talking about y'all for weeks, you know, listening to y'all's music. And so, all of a sudden, these two beautiful bombshell women, gorgeous, (laughs) dressed to the nines, come walking out. They look at me, y'all look at me, come to find out it's y'all, y'all look at me, and you, I don't even know who said it, but y'all just looked at me and you, and you go, are they nice? And I'm like, I'm like, yes, they're nice. So just take us back to that moment. So that was your first, that was your first tour. Like that was the first weekend of your tour, right? Yes. I, the nerves were uncontrollable. So I just remember yeah. like everyone was responding really well to you. Like every, like as soon as you walked out, everyone went crazy. And so I was just like, okay, okay. So they're going to be good. But I couldn't feel my arms. Like oh it, my it was gosh. one of those things where I kept being like, we're doing this for the Lord. But all I could think was just like, don't screw up. Like, you know, like this is your, your chance, but it was, it's was the best night of my life. And mm. you were out there and I think you were even like, basically telling the crowd, are you going to be nice to my new friends? I mean, I think <laughs> yes. you were saying that, like, yeah. threatening in a yeah. loving way. So they were, standing ovation They followed. gave us a standing ovation. You guys made such an impression that weekend. Like, mm. our our listening area, they became overnight Kane fans. Like, oh, truly, yeah. truly. Okay. And so did we. And then the next day, you guys came in, and I just remember talking, and I think that's when, by the way, Kane is Madison, Taylor, and Logan, mm-hmm. but we've kind of kicked Logan out. He's back at the hotel, because I just wanted to have girl Girls. talks with uh, with Taylor and Madison, but that's when I found out Logan was a cheerleader. 
Mm-hmm. And is it, I still don't get it right. Buckets? That's not buckets. It's buckets. No. Bucket? No. Oh, 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 a basket. A basket. Oh, yes. A basket. Yes. And that's when I found out he knew, knew how to do baskets and all that kind of good oh, stuff. Oh, yes. Yeah. So. And he, he knew Monica yeah. from the, the cheerleading yes. show. And that's he right. Liked, Netflix. Yeah. Netflix yeah. shows. Yeah. So. Okay. So one of the things that we've connected over is that we're all from Alabama. Mm-hmm. Right. Roll Tide, by the Roll way. Tide, yes. National Champs. That's right. So tell me from your vantage point your experience what is it like to grow up in Alabama well I just think it's sweet it is and we were just there this weekend and I think if you leave where you're from Mm -hmm. you see it how it really is because sometimes you get used to things and I mean it it only takes seven minutes to get everywhere Mm -hmm. in Nashville it's a good 30 you got Mm -hmm. a plan you know but um, I mean I will say it's cool to see that we were raised in a Christian home, and to come back and play singing for Jesus, and nothing has changed. I think it made people proud, and it kind of encourages people that you know in a different way. Mm-hmm. That like, okay, this is real, and it it stands the test of time. But um, oh, I just I love Alabama. I would not trade being raised in Alabama for anything. You agree in the world? Definitely. I feel like there's something about like I'll meet people. And they'll have this certain, like, I don't know, a little sparkle about them. Mm-hmm. And I think it's like growing up and being creative, like not having everything that you want to where you're mm-hmm. having to make up. I mean, my mom, she used to like make up scavenger hunts for our birthdays. Yeah. And like maybe she would have taken us to the newest, coolest thing in Nashville. But because we were in Alabama, that was the newest, coolest thing was to make it up. Mm-hmm. Bonfires. Yes. Yeah. That yeah. You don't yeah. have entertainment, so yeah. you got to make it up. And so there is something about being important to someone and to feel, to feel special. I wonder what it would be like to grow up in a town where you're just one, you're just in a sea mm-hmm. of a thousand faces. So the cons are, is that whoever you date is someone's ex. <laughs> Like the dating pool is so small that you're just ready to get your house egged because like just by a matter of people. So I think maybe if I just gone to like a little bit bigger high school, that would have been good. If you got like a speeding ticket, I remember first one ever and he pulled me over on Main Street. Yeah. So then everyone, and I had my card decorated because when you're a senior, you write like your name. (laughs) So then people were like, (laughs) I was crying. I was so embarrassed. Oh my goodness. I know. Yeah. There is definite pros and cons, but Mm. the pros are really like... Wouldn't trade it. You wouldn't trade, I it. Wouldn't trade it. it. Okay, I want to talk about y'all's relationship because mm-hmm. I have two daughters, as you know. Y'all mm-hmm. both know Haley and Abby, and they're so close. They were not close growing up. You guys are closer in age. Taylor, mm-hmm. you're the oldest. Right. And how, what's the age difference between We've the two only of you? got 14 months. 14 months. 14 months. Yeah. So really Haley and Abby are seven years, so it's a little bit different. Mm-hmm. But I've always told them, and of course, you guys have Logan too. But I've always told Haley and Abby, look, dad and I aren't going to be here forever. Like eventually it's going to be y'all. And I just so have always wanted them to just really focus on their relationship and and cherish that relationship and hold it in high regard and just prioritize it Mm -hmm. um, as sisters. And so I'm just curious, were y'all best friends growing up or what what was their relationship like growing up and what is it now? Mm. I would say that we went from being back and forth from being twins to sisters. And that's about as far as it got. Do you know what I mean? Where um, I feel like growing up, 
there are times where we shared an identity, where we shared friends. And yeah. in some ways, I would directly compare myself to Taylor. Like, I'm not as good a singer. I'm not as, I don't have a small body. I don't have, and then we kind of, I feel like I kind of grew into my own identity of like, this is what I bring to the table. This is what I bring to the world. And then, but beyond that, we still haven't been able to like not share friends or not like, yeah. we get, we still get a little protective of each other's time. Oh. We just, like, I caused a huge fight, like, two weeks ago. Okay, that is one of my questions on here. I wasn't, I wasn't quite there yet, but let's just go there. It gets yeah, so traumatic hear. when we No, fight. let's hear it. And Stephen was, like, sitting by me, so I wasn't, I was, like, just shameless, like, sitting there being a brat on the phone. So I am moving to Franklin, which, if you look at the map, it's really close to where Madison's mm-hmm. going to live. But it's, like, a 25 to 30-minute drive. And normally like, it's to be like fair, a, like it wasn't until a couple of years ago that we didn't live together. We lived together even after we got married. So okay. just moving seven minutes apart has been drama as far as like for my husband. He's like, I, it's OK if we're a little bit apart. <laughs> we didn't we, remember we used to share one closet like we used to not have different clothes. It's weird. It's like sounding weird the more we talk. About no, 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 no. I love this. No, it's not. Like, I love have this. A this is beautiful. Like, OK, if you bought something, yeah. then you get to wear it first. And then after you wear it once, it goes then into the collective games. pile. Yeah, <laughs> that is what I tell Abigail Elizabeth. I'm like, will you please let me wear it? It still has the tags on it. I mean, let me wear it at least first. It doesn't happen. So anyway, y'all share a closet. Mm. You live together. So talk about that. So the fight was because I'm moving and Madison, you know, the housing market's really good in Asheville. So I'm like, why don't you look in Franklin? Like, come, come closer to me. And that was all working for me until she found a house that was just in Bellevue, which is where she lives now. And so instead of being excited for her, (laughs) I was like telling her and her husband what to do about buying a home am i insane i'm crazy i think the what term she was say? she, she was like you'd rather live in that house than live closer to me and i was like i didn't see it either or i saw like you and me like living on a tour bus together and in the three days that we're not living like close to where i'm living now like i would be on the speakerphone and steven would look at me like are you doing? Are you doing? <laughs> do you hear what you're saying? I was like, get out of here. Get out of here. Give me my privacy. Oh but my I gosh. do get it because the way I yeah. see our future is mm-hmm. that like we live in the same neighborhood and then when we raise kids that they yeah. play together. Like that is what I want. Mm-hmm. I just, in the short term, I have this weird thing where if I move even a house in the same neighborhood, I will get this terrible homesickness. Like if I have to go to a different Kroger it's so weird. It's so weird because like <laughs> my life you, is so all over the place. Yeah. But like my home, right? You want it to be in order. You need yeah. Or I just roots. need to. I just need to go to the same place. I need to know where my stuff is. It's mm-hmm. uh, it's very it's weird. Okay. Yeah. Or I'll like I'll be dying to go on a trip, and then as soon as I like give my dog to the dog sitter, I'll just start crying. So mm-hmm. this is weird. It's weird. Yeah. It's a weird okay. thing. I love your emotion though. Like even we, as we're recording this, we actually have a special event that we're planning tomorrow with Kane that we're doing with our morning show. But you walked in and you saw the setup and you just got teary. Like I love seeing your emotion. I love that it's you like feel. like glitter is the way to her heart. And, maybe, and you did it. Well, just, I don't know. I just, we've gotten to do a lot this year. Yeah. But most of it, I feel like we're just now getting to see the growth of what's Mm. happened. Mm -hmm. Because, like, our song went to number one on radio. But we just just stayed doing our own normal stuff. So when we come here and I see that you've made, like, a whole thing around us, it just, Mm. it's never been done. 
Oh, so exciting. I love it. I should have asked this question first, but I want to go back for just a couple of minutes because I was looking. Um, Taylor, your birthday is in December. Yes. So you, your birthday was a few months ago. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But I, um, I loved this. I loved what um, Madison wrote, and I'm going to read what she wrote on your birthday. She says, giddy up, cowgirl. Today is your birthday. Let's start with the basics. Talent and anointing. I'll get emotional just reading it because I thought this was beautiful. Mm. Even if I didn't know you, I'd still listen to your music. Every day I get to work with the most talented artist in town. In town. I'm so glad you're getting to do what God has called you to do. It looks so stunning on you. Now a little extra. Kindness. There is truly no kinder person than you. And today, I hope you get blown up with love. Mm-hmm. To have your sister too much. say that, describe <laughs> you that way, I know. So what I thought would be fun, because I wanted to read that, because mm-hmm. I think that just captures the relationship. Mm-hmm. And if you could see us right now, I know this podcast, but like we're all being such girls and teary-eyed right <laughs> like now. grabbing each other. I know. But what I wanted to ask is, okay, Taylor, I want you to describe Madison to oh, me. God. Obviously, I want to be with her, and I'm actually, I think I'm, like, obsessive over her in mm. not a healthy way. But I'm <laughs> I'm almost, like, controlling of the people that, that you're around just because I, there's just nobody better. Mm. There's just no, for me, there's nobody mm-hmm. better for me. And I'm alone a lot. My husband's gone a lot. And so I just... She just knows, like, there's just a weight on how much I need her, mm. and she just plays a really strong role in my life. It's almost competitive to a husband. It's weird. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, gosh. But I'm but, sure yeah. they knew what they were signing up for. Mm-hmm. I do. I've watched y'all's bond from a distance a little bit, and I just think it's beautiful. And when I look at my girls, I think that's why I'm drawn to y'all, because that's who I believe Haley and Abby are. Mm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's who I see them to be. They're so close, and then to almost because you guys what not Haley but Abby's a little bit behind y'all but just to see that that's them yeah you know it's just really okay so I want y'all to I don't want to leave Logan out completely so y'all just describe your brother what do you love about Logan oh man I mean even in just the past two years like Logan's always been great and fun and like just so funny and all stuff but in the past couple years he's become really really thoughtful and like practical taking care of us Mm, taking care of things like checking in but okay we packed what we needed just i don't know it almost like he's become like a a dad role in some ways that was really surprising for baby brother two girls on the road Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know i just it has truly been amazing because he's we all know that he's funny and he's so handsome it's ridiculous like just go look him up yeah Yeah, so great (laughs) he's a great guy but more than any of that is like he takes care of his wife, but we he puts us at the top. And mm-hmm. for just for one event, he calls and advances the show. You know, we're not at a place where we can have a tour manager, a road mm-hmm. manager. So Logan Kane handles all of that. He talks mm-hmm. and gets every detail so that it's just easy for mm-hmm. us to come. And, mm-hmm. you know, everybody has their role, but... He's great. What else? He can love- quote a movie from memory. <laughs> yes. Yeah. It's creepy. He yeah, can. Yeah. We really do love being around each other. So it's who we yeah. would choose to hang out with. Yeah. yeah. Um, and it was such a gift. I, know. I mean, think about all the dysfunction with families in mm, the world today. What do you think? I mean, because mm. I know that there are people listening and, I, and you know, I have even seen other families not 
just people that I don't know, but you know, friends where I look around, I'm like, Oh, I really want that. Like I want that for our family in different scenarios. What do you think is the root? I mean, obviously it's Jesus is Mm -hmm. the core, but what do you think is just, was that just something that was a non-negotiable for your mom and dad? Like we're going to be a close family. Oh my gosh. Yeah. I mean, same here. I can't tell you the times that dad would say like, you guys are all each other has. That's right. That's it. Like it, it, like even especially there's sometimes that like friends would kind of get in the middle or stuff like that. And they, they would just reiterate like people will come and go, but you will only have each other. That's right. And so I think Dad that we make, we have made choices with that in mind of just like, even to the point where like as stupid as buying a house is, especially knowing that for at least 115 days out of the year, we're going to be playing a show together. So we're going to be living on a tour bus. But I I Google Logan and Taylor's addresses when I'm looking. I check in with them to see what they're doing. So it really is like we have grown to put our spouses in their proper place. That was a little sure. out of order in the beginning. Yeah, yeah. It yeah. used to just be like, oh, Jared wants to do something. Let me make sure with Taylor and Logan. I'm like, well, that's not healthy. <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, yeah. But I think even now working together has really brought us closer yeah. and it's made us fight stuff out yeah but i, I think I, we're crucial. very controlled in our fighting though i don't think that we ever just say stuff that yeah well our dad would say you guys go into a room and you can't come out until you've worked Work it, it out. out yeah which maybe every parent does that but i was just like and we had to sing the barney song oh we my gosh like, that's oh, hilarious gosh. and that's the thing is so many people are afraid of conflict and nobody likes conflict oh, yeah but I, you know, I look at the three of y'all and I can kind of liken it to, to me and Dave and Bill, my morning show partners. Mm. And we have had knockdown dragouts, okay. like knockdown dragouts. But they oh have been, gosh. but they've been turning points to mm. where we've been closer. We have a mm. better understanding. And if you can learn to fight fair and learn to fight healthfully, mm-hmm. yeah. it's it's the best thing. And I yeah. don't feel like it's a real relationship until you've had like I one agree. good fight. It's you know what I mean? It's true. It is true. And I, I do realize that there, I mean, through going to therapy and stuff like that, I didn't realize that there would be so many times where people were just stating their opinion, but because they said it kind of loudly, then I would just be like, oh, okay. Mm-hmm. And I wasn't being honest about what I wanted because anytime something came off kind of aggressive, I would just like shrink back, shrink back. Mm-hmm. Um, and I would say it was in the way of peacekeeping, but I think I was just, it just hit something in me that would make me scared. That was going to lose think, the relationship or something. Do you something. wonder if that's something that's kind of Southerners? Do you think, I feel like, because mm. I know what you're talking about, mm-hmm. and I feel like we're socialized, and it's not a bad thing, It's we're just taught to be polite, Yeah. but I think mm-hmm. we're kind of socialized growing up in the South just to be agreeable and, mm-hmm. you know, say okay, and, you know, and it's, yeah. it's and just... I don't know. And you can't state your opinion, but you almost felt like you had to defend it a little bit. Yes. Too. You know what I mean? I don't know. So I've just, I've felt some freedom lately. It comes and goes. Sometimes Mm -hmm. it, I feel like I shrink back into whatever that was, but I feel like I'm learning more to say like, oh, that's my opinion. Like, Mm -hmm. I just, I don't know. I'm feeling more freedom and I'm realizing like, okay, I, I wonder how much drama I was causing by not being more confrontational you know Mm -hmm. where if I had to sort of said exactly what I wanted then someone can disagree with me but in the way of being a peacekeeper I was like extending Mm -hmm. whatever I'm learning yeah that's almost 30 trying to be a lady 
<laughs> you're hilarious. You're the party. Madison, you're the party. She's like the party. I can I can so identify with you on so many levels. I think one of the things that I love about you remind me of me is that I think all the a lot of the times the only time we open our mouths is a switch feet, which I think is hysterical. Switch is that feet. seriously, is it not true? I say that all the time. The only time I open my mouth is switch feet, but that's what makes it so funny. Oh you man, know, and it's so to... accepted. It's unbelievable. If Logan or I did anything yeah. like that, yeah. can't do it. Okay, so if Logan kinda advances the show and that's just you know, that's insider jargon for basically yes <laughs> no and I'm just saying for people listening what so you do socials oh man yeah so I do socials and like emails you would be surprised yeah. how many emails Email. an artist gets yeah. I can't believe Gosh. like just with the stuff that we I mean even to the point where sometimes I step over into other people's roles like I will design our artwork yeah. for stuff or even I'll design yeah. our t-shirts I'll I'm trying to even think what else oh yeah and like for music video stuff, mm-hmm. I mean, Taylor and I are working on it together, but we've sort of mm-hmm. stepped over into producer director roles as far as like, we have an idea. And then if people are like, oh, that's not going to work in the budget. We're like, well, we'll work it out. And so we'll try to source it and get volunteers. Mm-hmm. And do, so we try to, you know. Yeah. yeah. Okay. So here's my question. Who, who is the stylist in the group? Because I mean, that is y'all's brand mm. to do the whole so cool monochromatic thing. Yeah. I mean, do y'all just come back to the you know backstage and say Logan here's what you're wearing so who styles y'all I would I would say we sell ourselves I think Taylor has the best eye Mm -hmm. out of the three of us wouldn't you I mean I would agree that you are the stylist am I the stylist yeah I think you're the. I mean if she's but I think you look very stylish right now shop for ourselves (laughs) yeah do you know but Mm -hmm. it's like Okay, Taylor will find something on Pinterest and be like, oh, actually, I don't have to speak for you. Speak. No, no, it's <laughs> nice when you say nice okay, things okay, about it. It's okay. hard to be like, yeah, yeah that's I'm me. amazing. <laughs> I think it was just such a struggle. Yeah. Like, I wish right now you could pull up a visual of, like, Kane. We were actually the Kane's trio, and, like, Logan was in a bow tie, and it was so uncomfortable. Like, you right. just could look at us and be like, yeah. this is bad. Yeah. I had believed that my legs looked bad in pants. Uh-huh. I, I don't know where that came from, but <laughs> I and don't it, either. I know, and so I would only wear skirts, and I would just look back, and it was just like, why am I Which skirt is like, you're girl? Not, yeah, you're I not skirt. skirts. <laughs> yeah, skirt girl. I'm not even like the way I sit is not even compatible with a skirt. That's <laughs> like a lawsuit waiting to happen, you know. So, <laughs> so anyways, oh I, I feel like Taylor really helped turn things around, but we found that because our styles are different, yeah, that. If the color was the same, you could yeah, wear your own style. You can style. complement one another. I will it looks say good. we are getting, so maybe the listeners can help, but yeah. like there's only so many colors. Or yeah. That's how it feels. Yeah. I feel like yeah. I'm repeating some stuff. Yeah, so it would be fun to like, you can still do the monochrome thing, but maybe in texture. Okay. And like try to take it, like Taking maybe all leather. All, yeah, okay. a pattern. I don't know. Yeah. I'm just trying to go there. Because okay. I mean, we can't be the red band. Well, over so and over again. we're getting ready to do the Yes He Can music video. That's our next single. Mm-hmm. And we were like, okay, what if we did white for one scene and then blue and then pink? And I'm like, that's what we did for Rise Up. We've already done that. <laughs> we can't be the the Rise Up band. Like, yeah. we got to be able yeah. to move on. So we're we're thinking about it right now. So mm. well, uh, you guys have definitely established a brand. I love yes. I love the whole glitter thing. Oh, like yeah. you had me at the glitter. Okay, so let's talk about. So how long have you been married, Taylor? Three. Three years. How long have you been married, Madison? Five, Five. years. So go back to your first year of marriage. Mm. And I was talking about you guys on the, the um, morning show one morning and talking about that we were going to do this podcast. And I actually had several 
young couples or young women mm. text in and just say what would be their advice for newlyweds. Mm. So here's my question to both of y'all. What, what, what do you wish you knew that first year of marriage? Or what do you wish mm. someone had told you that first year of marriage? Wow. Do you want to go first? You want me to go first? Um, okay, here's what I think. I think that there were some things that I thought once you got married, it all changed. Mm. And and that can be good things and bad things. It, it was awesome. I just, your expectations, it's almost like, maybe, let me think of an example of just like, okay, Stephen, do you want me to cook a lot? And what about the dishes? Like, what do you think as soon as we leave that altar what is going to change dramatically? Because if I wasn't really a dishes person before, then I'm definitely not going to be after. <laughs> yeah. And that, you know what I mean? It can be as small as that mm-hmm. or even, I mean, just there's big issues. But people, all the time. yeah, all of us, we think like this is what marriage is. And the other person is like, this is what marriage is. Mm-hmm. And we think that it's the standard for what it's supposed to be like. Yeah. For me, I had, um, so I got married first. And I was so attached to Taylor and Logan that I almost like wouldn't get married unless Jared moved in with us. <laughs> I'm telling it's you, true. like it it's was true. like I was having such anxiety oh and Jared gosh. was just trying to not have an, a runaway bride yeah. situation <laughs> that he was so patient. And it was a blast. Like we've yeah. all seen New Girl like that. It yeah. went. Yeah. It was so much fun. I, fun. I like still love that time together. But it really did take you. You get married. But that doesn't mean that you don't grow into being married. Like, true. I yeah. think that you have to let go of the expectation. It's like whatever you've been preparing to do your whole life, like that's how you're going to be. And then you kind of change into being married. Mm-hmm. It's yeah. not like there's like this magic trick that happens and now Overnight. you're all. Right. Now you feel married. Yes. And yeah. so, but now, yeah. Maybe we should talk about the mm-hmm. pros. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I, yeah. I am yeah. a huge. I love it. Yes. yes. I love it so much. Oh my yeah. gosh. I was like, what we had a love? weekend yeah. relationship mm-hmm. because that we would travel and see each other. So mm-hmm. if you don't, and that's the thing is like, if you don't, you don't live together before you get married. So you really don't know each other. It's true. You're, you're just believing God in faith. <laughs> that like when we are doing this 24 seven, but that has been the most fun part. Is it year three? Oh, I feel like Steven really knows who I am. Mm-hmm. And, like all the joy, I think I was really worried about being perfect. And mm-hmm. I wanted, I really wanted to be a great wife. I wanted to, um, I just had all these expectations on myself that now that I'm relaxed, um, gosh, it's going way better. And we're having a lot of fun. Like any comment you make, you were seeing it through the lens of like, he doesn't think I'm good enough. Like being, I was, it was so irrational how um, sensitive I was being. Because I think, I don't know, you do, you just feel like you could be broken up with any time. Even when you're married, I mean, you're, st- I don't know. It just was it's nice. It's insecurities. I, yes. I, I remember. Mm-hmm. I so it's really, I, I don't know how to turn mm-hmm. that into advice, but maybe like, don't be as sensitive. Just really work on that part where mm-hmm. you're just taking everything, just let it kind of mm-hmm. roll off your back. Because right before you get married, you're looking for red flags. It's almost yes. crazy. People are like, I don't know, you feel the pressure of the big day and then you're, looking oh gosh is this a sign that we don't need to get so then right when you get married you're just like warning warning like, <laughs> is this right so yeah if i if i'd done the right i mean yeah. that is that's something that jared and i talked about is even before i got married i'm a i'm a big researcher just for stuff that's fun so like trips like if i'm gonna stay at an airbnb 
I'm going to look at literally every Airbnb that's within so many miles because I want to make sure that what I'm staying in is the best. Mm. And so I feel like if I put enough into it, I can circumvent pain. And that's not possible. So you think, even when people are planning their wedding, they think, if I take all this advice, then my wedding will be perfect. Mm -hmm. But you can't circumvent pain. There is just going to be a thing. So I would say marriage has been, like, real easy, like, very easy. Anytime it's been hard is because there's been a hardship in our life. Mm. But that doesn't mean that marriage is bad. It just means that life is painful. And there's something about the team aspect that... You feel it. I feel the difference. I knew mm-hmm. that something was different when we got married. And um, gosh, I just think when you marry a godly man, it's like all my insecurities, he sees them and it, it does feel like unconditional love. Mm-hmm. It really does feel like when people on the outside may judge you and have bitterness towards you, it is nice that he's like... He's on Team Taylor. Yes, he's on team my Madison. team. Yeah. Yes, exactly. Yeah. And I'll tell you all this sitting over here. 30 years married yeah it only gets better it really does it really does and I mean and we you know we had our moments I mean Mm -hmm. back in 2000 which was gosh what 21 years ago you know we were separated for several months and we're ready praise God he stepped in and did not he saved us from ourselves that's amazing Mm -hmm. Um, but it does I mean I sat with Pete the other night and it's just it's crazy when you lean into the Lord and it's not always like this but when you lean into the Lord and you ask God help me to see my spouse the way you see them there's mm-hmm. just this supernatural thing that happens That's awesome. mm-hmm. and I, I think and I'm asking you guys for the advice but I think one of the things that was really good for me early on is I had someone say to me um, when I say early on it was after Pete and I got married in 90 separated in 98 so we were seven eight years in and okay. we're I've heard that's the hard time yeah it is it, <laughs> it is yeah because I think you settle in and you realize okay this really is forever and mm-hmm. then you kind of get used to each other take each other for granted and mm-hmm. we just brought a lot of baggage into our mm-hmm. our marriage we actually did a whole podcast on it this past oh, May for our 30 year that's amazing. but I can remember one of my friends Rob who's also a pastor and works for, with Young Life but he said Carmen you just need to know that you are going to be the primary person that God is going to use to show his love to Pete. And Pete, you are going to be the primary person that God's going to use to show his love to Carmen. And when you take on that responsibility, it just makes you see your spouse in a whole different way. Mm, But I love the way you love your husband. (laughs) I I do. Well, Call love, us love, year love. seven and eight so yeah. that we yeah. can talk. Yeah, okay. exactly. So can I ask you a question? Ask me. Okay. So we don't have kids yet. Yeah. Yeah. But like I think a fear that I have mm-hmm. maybe is that like after kids that things dwindle a little. Yeah. And I'm a little nervous about that just because of our current situation. Yeah. We're gone all the time. Yeah. Um, I think what, what happens, think? I think. If I think I know what you're asking. So when you have babies, yeah, it is, and I see this happen with a lot of my girlfriends um, and young moms. I think what happens is when we have babies, we, we become mommy and we stop, we stop being wife. Okay. And mm-hmm. so the best advice that I can give the two of you is that when the babies come and yes, the babies are going to need you and yes, they're going to be pulling at you and yes, you're going to be sleep deprived and yes, mm-hmm. there's going to be a season mm-hmm. where that baby's going to need you, but don't stop being Stephen's wife. Okay. 
don't stop being Jared's wife mm-hmm. because that baby is there. And I think okay. that what happens is we become mommy, mommy, which is great. There's nothing wrong with motherhood. It's a gift. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, but then our husbands start missing us. And yeah. it's like, mm-hmm. wait, where's the girl that I marry? Where's the, mm-hmm. the person oh, that I like to go on the adventures with that yes. you were just talking about? Yes. So it, it's a season. But then when that, when that, uh, you know, that first year home with the baby, you know, we're adjusting. Yeah. When that first year turns into two years, turns into three mm-hmm. years, turns into four years. And I, I mean, I'll be upfront and honest. When Abby left to go to college, you know, Pete and I had not a, not anything like it mm-hmm. was your seven, eight, but we looked at each other and said, okay, we've got, you know, cause he had been in with her travel ball and, you know, oh my, my job here at the radio station and traveling and adding radio stations and states and all that kind of stuff. It's like, okay, it's going to just be the two of us. And we acknowledge we were a little nervous and it was going to be a new normal Whoa. for us. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, so yeah, don't stop being wife, I guess okay. is what yeah. I would say, but it is going to be different and you will be tired, but you just have to keep, you keep dating each other and keep, and always, I love men who always still s- seek after a woman's heart because we really do want to be pursued. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You know? Yeah. So that would be, I don't know if that answers. Oh, that's great. You. No, I have um, so many questions. Okay. About it, so well, we'll talk great. more. That might be a whole other, <laughs> no, a whole other podcast. Okay. So I want to ask you a few more questions and let's, let's stay in this tone for just a couple of minutes because there's two questions that I always like to ask. Mm. The first one is, what because I could name mine I could alphabetize them but what I feel like we all have those one or two things spiritually that God has to keep teaching us over Mm. and over and over it's like oh I cannot seem to get that lesson Mm. what is it for y'all is Mm. there something that you just feel like you have to keep learning over and over and over man I don't feel like I learned it but it really (laughs) it's like I feel like every year I don't even this isn't even spiritual but every year I gain and lose like 10 pounds. Oh. And that could just be natural. It could yeah. be hibernation. We don't yeah. know how close we are to bears. Yeah. That could be part of it. <laughs> True. But it it does a, a big number of my self-esteem. And yeah. I would say even now, I probably feel like the worst about my body mm. ever. Mm. And I'm about to shoot a music video. I've been and there. I'm about to yeah. do all of it. But at the same time, I know the spiritual truth of like, yes get over yourself yeah like I truly know that I'm like an able body yeah. person like I'm living in my calling like as soon as I start getting down to my body like I'll talk to someone that's 10 years younger to me younger than me and she's doing it and I'm like okay I want to be like a future for you like, yeah. I want to mm-hmm. show you that when you're 30 mm-hmm. you're not so wallowing in the same yeah stuff so I just I'm in the middle of it but also like I'm not in the pits of it yeah I I feel like um yeah it's hard to take care of yourself without trying to change yourself girl I'm 50 years old it has been a lifelong struggle for me so I get it I feel Mm. like only in the last year I've broken free of that Mm. but it has just been a monkey on my back so I get it I get it and it's so hard because when you and this is not a, a vanity thing but when you feel better and you feel you feel like you look better, you, you're happy with your body, mm-hmm. you do do better. Yes. You have more confidence. You mm. So it does tie together. But yes, that number is, is not our identity. Mm-mm. You know, the number on the scale is what yeah. I'm saying yes. or how yeah. we look. So yeah. I get it. Yeah. It's, such a, it's such a road to navigate. Yeah. I think it, I mean, we struggle with the same thing at the same time. Like we went to college together and that's when it all kind of, you know, festered. But... I don't know. I I feel like spiritually it's the same thing as the, the doctor that you were telling us about mm-hmm. how 
there's an inside thing that's going on and we have these symptoms yes. that we just kind of treat the little mm-hmm. symptoms. Yeah. So I think that maybe what we're doing is like every year God's revealing like, okay, this is the root of it this mm-hmm. time. And mm-hmm. I do have hope that it will get better and yep. that we'll break free of it. Mm-hmm. But I, it's kind of like I can see the lessons each time around that <laughs> I learn <laughs> each year. It, it really is like hibernation. Something it really, happens. Like, me part too. of me wants to get sad about it. Part of me is like, it's not forever. I don't know, but yeah. I'm not making any new choices. So I'll let you know what happens. Yeah. If I come back next year and I'm 20 okay. more pounds, <laughs> then we'll be like, you didn't hibernate properly. <laughs> like, Listen, you, you didn't dehibernate. <laughs> I teased for the longest time. After I had Haley, it's like, oh, I just want to get back in my, you know, get back in my bathing suit. After I had Abby, it was like, no, how does that go? No, after I had Haley... I just wanted to get back in my bathing suit. After I had Abby, I just wanted to be able to get back in my jeans. Yes. And I'm like, the reason I didn't have a third is because I, 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 it would have been, I just want to get back in my muumuu. Because <laughs> I just felt like, I, I just, just want to be able to fit back in my car. I just want to get back in my, <laughs> in my house. In my car. But it was true. I just packed on the pounds mm-hmm. after each child. Yeah. And then people were like, oh, I still have baby weight. I'm like, yeah, me too. And she's 17. You yes. know what I mean? Yes. So I get it. Yeah. I wonder if it ties into, like, for me, I yep. want to be wanted. That yeah. is like the curse. It's yeah. like, mm-hmm. and the people closest to me, we've already heard me talk about that. My sister, husband, you name it. Mm-hmm. You want to be wanted. And I wonder if, I don't know, you just think. And that we the are. Way, the thing about it is we, we are. are. Our we husbands are. do want I know. us. But we get, we have like <laughs> this insatiable, like you can't yeah, be satisfied. Yeah. And then it comes out in like, okay, well, I don't like what I'm wearing. I don't like what my face mm-hmm. looks like, skin. You just start picking it apart. But you know what Satan does? And I, I say this a lot. And I'll, I'll, I'll say this and we'll move on to the last two questions. But Satan takes the thing that has a shred of truth to it. Because mm-hmm. here's oh. the thing. He is not going to try to convince you, Madison, that you're a drug addict. Because we know that you're not. You know <laughs> right, what I mean? Right, right, right. Mm-hmm. So he's going to take the thing that has a shred of truth to it. Mm-hmm. Oh. Because it's the lie that we'll believe. Mm-hmm. And then he'll set about and he'll just tap that thing and try to mm-hmm. confirm it, confirm it, confirm it, confirm it until we're yes. slurping it up. Mm-hmm. Yes. And it's just a lie from the pit of hell. Right. And we have to call it out. Yes. We really so, do. Yeah. Well, so I'm always talking about therapy yeah. all the yeah. time. No, talk about it. But what they call that is OCD, which it, where you would have an obsessive thought or ruminating. And what I learned and like... Sometimes we come against it. Sometimes we attack it. But what I learned through this process is to not engage with it. And Mm -hmm. that doesn't mean to leave it, but just to say, like, to recognize that, like, that's not real. Like, it it feels so real. And it is a little bit true, but it's not helpful. And it doesn't need my immediate attention. So it really would be, like, one of those things where you kind of see it and you're like, I'm going to just let that go. Because as soon as I try to solve it, then it's almost like I got on the hamster wheel. So it really is, like... You see it, and then so you're you know like, it's there. You acknowledge you know, it, put it in its place. Yeah, and it's just like, all right, I'm just gonna do the dishes because I yeah. like as soon as I start trending. Mm-hmm. It also happens. Have you ever had fake fights with people <laughs> where you have the whole narrative in your yes. head? Oh, yes, yes. Yeah. Oh yeah, one hundred percent. Like I'll I'll think I know what they mean, and then it that's when I'll catch myself and be like, all right, I've engaged with something that's not. We don't real. even know if it's true or not. Yeah, if it's real, it's not real. So I'm gonna have to sing, sing song. Yeah, I don't know. This is kind of a related question, but do you feel like there's something God's teaching you right now? Has there been a theme? Oh man, I think. Okay, for me, mm-hmm. we had a hard season with baseball, and it did feel like this year for Kane was also going to be tough. 
Um, so that feeling of like, this was all just a dream that we had and it's not what God had planned for us. And that was like really disappointing, I think. When, I mean, my husband, he didn't even go to college. He only knows how to do baseball. Yeah. And then for Taylor's not, husband's a baseball player for those of you who don't know. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah. And he's really good. <laughs> yeah. And it just wasn't, wasn't going great. And um, I was kind of embarrassed at how I was, my prayers to God were a lot of yelling. And I... That's just not something I've ever gone through before. I've always had a very peaceful, nice, like, I'm just happy with God. I feel really good. And this was like a lot of yelling. And just, I remember just saying, what the heck? Mm-hmm. This is crazy. Why are we doing this? Why? Like, we'll do any other job. Please don't put us out here to fail. And then, sure enough, here we are. And Stephen's in an amazing situation, um, better than what I could have ever dreamed. Mm-hmm. And our band is just doing Number great. One. Number one. <laughs> Knocking it out Thanks of the Thanks to the Joy FM oh, and Carmen. Sorry, and so here I am. I'm embarrassed again. <laughs> I mean, mm-hmm. I really am. I just keep saying, like, I'm really sorry, God. Yeah. Like, thank you for dealing with my attitude during that time because mm-hmm. I know that he had something better. But that was the first time that it was impossible to imagine how this could all be better. I think God's okay with that, though, Taylor, because I think it makes it a real relationship. If it's always mm. just peaceful, yeah, you know, that's yeah. what makes it real is that you, you, you wrestled it out with God and not mm. away from him mm-hmm. and you pounded your fist on his chest yeah. and not on something else. Mm. Oh, that's a good way. You that know? makes me feel better. Yeah. Yeah. Like a real, I mean, it's a real, a real dad. relationship. I've never hit my real dad, dad in the chest, no, but, but you yeah. know what I mean? Yeah. Figuratively speaking. Mm. Yeah. So that's yeah. me. What, what up, Mad? What do you got? Well, <laughs> I, 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 was, I was having some, I... Again, I've already talked about me getting obsessed with things. Sure. So truly, like, we're coming up. We're getting ready to finish out our album. Mm-hmm. And we're getting some pushback from the team about something that feels so obvious to me. Like, I've, it's almost like I see the vision in a full picture. And so I feel like I'm having to fight to get what I want. But what I feel like I want seems like the only way. But I'm not trying to be that. That's not my typical personality to be right. so obstinate. And so that's where I'm like having these fake fights in my head as I walk around. My sternum is, uh, I'm broken out. Like I am all the way stressed. And then I kept, I kept having to be like, okay, why am I fighting for myself? Like I need to pray and let it go. And so we ended up getting what we wanted, but it really is one of those things where I found out through that I was wanting to be right. Mm. I wanted to be, I wanted other people to acknowledge that I'm not just silly, mm. I'm intelligent. And that's a seven thing as mm. far as like the Enneagram, because yeah. you're seven too, right? Mm-hmm. That's part of that's a seven. And I know some people are worried about the Enneagram, but we do want to be taken seriously yes. because we're known as like, ah, the party's yes. here. Right. Yes. But we really do have deep thoughts and feelings right. and bring something and so if someone says something like, oh, well, you're going to make a mistake. I just want to like show them like a spreadsheet that I've made to show like you can trust my instinct here. And so I had to just be like, OK, in the end, what do you want? Do you want someone to say you did a good job? Do you want someone to say you were right? Do I need someone? Do I need that? Do I need an apology? Like, what is it that I can I not distress? Like, I can say what I want quietly and God hears me and just hold the course. Mm. So... 
but I, I just have to keep relearning that all the time yeah, and realizing that if I don't get what I want, that God is still Got pushing it. this forward. Yeah. Mm, that's I good. I can resonate with so much what mm. you're saying, Madison. I can. Okay. Last question. Um, just to, to, to go back for a couple of minutes again, we talked about just actually to bring it full circle. You guys are out on the road. One of my, the, one of my favorite cane stories, which I think is hilarious is that your church gives you this big send off. <laughs> He gives you this huge send off. You're literally out for one weekend. <laughs> Tell that story. Tell that story. I have a picture to go with. I need to. That needs to be the oh, cover. The... I feel like that needs to be <laughs> wallpaper in my bedroom of me. I'm raising my hands because I'm getting prayed for. Tears streaming. <laughs> We're all crying. It's like so thank serious. Lord, thank, bless them as they go out. And it's yeah. like that we'll was... see them in three months. They're going to be on the road. Lord, they and represent then, you. Oh. Yeah. And then it was over. over. And so we were like, no, no, we are not going to cry. It was almost like people would say, I'm so sorry about your tour. And it was like, what? What tour? It's what not are we canceled. sorry? <laughs> yeah, why are you sorry for me? Yeah, we're just taking a quick break. We're going to go back oh home and we gosh. worship. So yeah, when we yeah. go to our church and we were like, hey guys, we are here. Whatever if you, need, you us. need And they were like, we are full up. We don't need <laughs> anything right now. So just to fill everyone in, their church prays over them, sends them out, out this emotional service. They're out one weekend with the Zach Williams tour. Mm. COVID happens. Everything's canceled. And they're right back, like, you know, oh. one Sunday later. So all, what were you going to say? Oh, no. And it, I almost felt like I had a perfect out for even having to do things socially. Like yeah. friends, of like, man, I would love to be there for you, but I'm just going to be gone. Yeah, I'm going to be on tour. And so I true. it took us a while to even re-engage with our friends yeah. because we didn't even unpack our tour bags for a long time. Oh, like I just left them back too long because yeah, I didn't so want to give it sad. up. Right, yeah. And so then when people invite us to do stuff, it's like, oh, I've got a lot of work to do. It's like, yeah. you have nothing to, to do. do. <laughs> so here's my last question for y'all. So that happened and then mm -hmm. we saw y'all several months after that and it just been a hard season 2020 a hard season of yes. covid and then mm -hmm. your songs getting picked up but all that to say i think it's fair to say that kane as a band y'all had a season of waiting it was the, the dream was not an overnight Oof. success oh, no. so what would you say to someone listening who's in a season <laughs> of waiting you're waiting on a baby you're waiting on a oh, husband you're mm. waiting on a job you're waiting you're just in a season of waiting mm. what would you say to that person who's just waiting for their dream to be realized. If you feel crazy, that's what it feels like. Because there's some there's one part of you that just knows it's going to work out for you. Otherwise, you wouldn't be mad. Like if you like you feel so much doubt and you feel like okay, well God doesn't really have this for me and like you're all that's going on, but the reason why you're so mad is because deep deep down you know he's going to come through or you wouldn't want it so bad. Um, I don't have any advice. I just know that that's what it feels like. <laughs> take, take it away. No, I just, I just have respected the way y'all have handled your season, season, season of waiting mm. and just the humility. And I think one thing that I think that comes so out of waiting is just an appreciation. Oh and I see that appreciation on y'all. <laughs> like they're good. tearing up. I see it. And I just, I love it. And I'm drawn to it. Oh, Thank man. you. So okay, good. Well, I mean, advice, I think it's just we're called to have hope. That's all we can have. And when others run out of it, we just mm -hmm. kept. And you know what? Find yourself people that if you can't believe it, they'll believe it for you. Mm -hmm. Because even you, we come here and we're trying to put on a good face. But 
you guys just saying like hang in there hold on we're all Mm. in this together um i have two siblings that will do that for me and so find somebody that everybody likes to be negative and they just you know want to say well just maybe give it up but if you feel like no Mm. i'm supposed to have this um keep believing i thought of something okay go ahead i feel like all like if you're listening god's always giving you a next step and so even in the waiting there's something that he's having you do Mm. and so do that thing because i know for in our season of waiting we're little seasons where i went and worked at a hair salon and at that hair salon i worked in the nursery and i don't love doing that but it was one of those things where even as i was holding the baby back there when i wasn't i don't know it was just one of those things where i was like god you see me or when I was, mm-hmm. like, cleaning the bathrooms, I was like, okay, God, I know that this is working towards something for my future. I don't know. I just I just knew it. So it, That's so good. There's, there is something to do in the waiting. It doesn't probably look like a direct step to what you want, but you kind of know in your heart what you're, what it is. And I think that's awesome. And I just, I think, I just, I say this all the time, especially to my girls and just my girlfriends. There are just things that you're going to learn in the valley that you're not going to learn on the mountaintop. It's great. And the waiting is the valley. Mm-hmm. It feels like the valley. I love yeah. you guys. Thank oh you my. for doing this. <laughs> I'm such, you. I'm just a, a Taylor Madison fan. So mm. love you guys. Thanks for being on my podcast. Thank you. Thank we you. Love you. I don't know if you want this on your podcast, but you single-handedly made up our dreams come true. Oh, you and God, stop. you guys you tag team. God through you. <laughs> stop. Yes. I just, he let me have a front row seat. Aw, thanks so much for listening. That was Taylor and Madison of the band Kane, along with their brother, Logan. And give them a follow on Instagram. I hope you've enjoyed this podcast. If so, give it a five-star review. That just helps other people discover it. And then we'll see you back here next week for another episode of Off Air with Carmen.